Kicker One Niner out there on the interwebs. Get your ears on for the GMB Fitness Skills Podcast. Over the next 30 minutes or so, we're going to be talking about uh, how to build skills and strengths that are going to help you uh, in your life and make you a better, nicer person who's more fun to be around, has better sex, and tells funnier jokes. Uh, I'm Andy Fawcett, and uh, here with me is the hero of the GMB Epic Saga, Ryan Hurst, our head coach and program director. How is it hanging, Ryan? Look to the left, you know, but that's just normal. How come What's nobody up, ever says to the right? Nobody ever says that. I don't, you know, I'm, you know, maybe because I'm left-handed, you know, which I should say I'm right then, right? That doesn't make sense at all. Anyway, so what are we talking about, buddy? Well, we're going to talk about imbalances because I think a lot of people uh, who are making fitness advice out there are have a mental imbalance for one thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we're actually going to talk about muscle imbalances and programming, uh, you know, balancing uh, movements in a program and and that kind of thing too. And we're also going to talk about everyone's favorite every everyone's favorite reason to stretch. Uh, because it cures muscle soreness. <laughs> Sorry, I just I just yeah. choked on something. Sorry, yeah. 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 They're going to tell you about muscle soreness too. Um, Ryan, do you have any sore muscles today? I actually do. I pretty much do every single day. But that's because um, recently my daughter is sleeping in the same bed with me, and she kicks me in the face every single night when we sleep. But uh, it's not from working out because you know I don't work out. That's why I have no muscles. That's true. I'm small. And so, so how are no they sore? You don't muscle. even have any muscles to get sore in the first place. Yeah, it's it, it's really it's weird. bone soreness. I just, I have just don't understand. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> All right, that was that was that was tasteless. But yeah. Um <laughs> So no before we get into all that, let's let's ask a couple of questions. Uh, all right, here's one that I know the answer to because, well, let's just be honest. I know a lot of shit. Um, but uh, <laughs> some people ask uh, occasionally, um, you know, do you still practice martial arts? Um, I'm going to go real deep on this one, and I'm going to say yes. And but I actually Ooh, philosophical. <laughs> going philosophical here. Um, I don't formally. Well, actually, I do. I haven't stepped on, or I haven't stepped on the mat, or I haven't stepped into a martial arts dojo in over a year. Um, my instructor here in Japan actually told me that it'd be better for me to stop sparring and doing martial arts with them. Um, reason why is because, in case you didn't know this, my job is very physical. And if there's a chance that I were to injure myself, then I wouldn't be able to perform my job. However, I still perform martial arts in the sense that the mentality is still there. Um, And so, yes, I do. Every single day. Um, I take what I learned throughout my many, 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 many years of martial art and try to apply that to my daily life and also to my exercise. And so, yeah, 
yeah, I guess you could say I still practice martial art because to me, martial art is not just about kicking or punching or throwing a person. Um, it's about how you live your life and the way that you overcome certain challenges in your life. So, um, yeah, that's about it. So I guess so, we could say that you can take the ninja out of the dojo, but you can't but take you the can't dojo take the, out yeah. of the ninja. That's right. Yeah, that's a deep. That's a deep one right there, man. Yeah, that's deep. That's deep. Yeah, that's a good question, though. I mean, and it is interesting because recently, uh, over here, uh, I teach classes, the kids' classes, and things like that. We're actually thinking about adding some things in. Um, I don't even want to say that, but like self-defense kind of stuff, but. But uh, more of the martial way. Martial, I don't want to say martial way because that sounds like it's more fighting. But but um, it's easier to say in Japanese than uh, English. But <laughs> you know what I'm you know what I'm talking about. But yeah, uh, my my buddy over here, business partner over here, uh, Masa, uh, still continues martial arts. I mean, every single day he's uh, he's actually a teacher. He's a teacher over here, and so he and I do. Um, mess around do some stuff over here but it's nothing like I used to do where I was going to practice almost every single day uh, throwing kicking and punching uh, now I just uh, am able to witness that with my children the screaming kicking punching and throwing so yeah martial art at home with the Hearst family <laughs> next question <laughs> next question why can't you get a decent haircut you know what um I'm I'm all up for the uh, you know, let's see how fucked up we can make Ryan's hair kind of thing. Uh, yeah, man, it's crazy. Um, first off, I've got some messed up hair. Have my entire life. I've got cowlicks all over, so it makes for a difficult haircut. But also, live in Japan, and I have yet to find a person that can give a white boy a decent haircut. They freak um, out. I'll tell you what, it's hilarious. I go in there and they're like, Ugh. I'm yeah. like, God. And um, so, yeah, I, I, it's difficult. And to be honest, uh, I just said, screw it. I'm growing my hair out right now. I'm going for the Jesus look. Just ripped, long-haired dude. <laughs> um, yeah, actually, it's tough in Jarlo and... You know, Jarlo loves to give me a comment, you know, every Jarlo single day. Jarlo can't talk about anyone's haircut. Which is hilarious. He's always like, dude, get it, get a haircut, get a decent haircut. And I'm like, mm, yeah. Yeah, thanks, um, bald guy, yeah. for the hair yeah. advice. Yeah, so. <laughs> no, but it is true. It is funny. I, You know, I wish that I could look like, like our good buddy Mike Fitch every single day and have, like, really cool hair. But unfortunately, uh, I don't. So if anyone has any ideas for how I should style my hair, feel free. Maybe we can do a contest. And, and before Whatever. before you say buzz, because this is always a thing that people say. Yes, this, yes. This is out of the question because it's out of question. Ryan's wife will literally castrate him. Seriously, I I would love to shave my head. <laughs> I, I would love to do it. But I kind of love my wife more. And um, so in order for me to remain married and alive, I'm not going to shave my head. Um, although a mohawk might work. If Maybe that'd be a good really contest. long mohawk. So like, you know, you, when it's not sticking up. And do the comb like over. And do the comb yeah. over. <laughs> like the, the comb over mohawk. That, that could be. Oh, She'll never sweet. know the difference. 
<laughs> she, no, she wouldn't. She wouldn't at all. Yeah, let's do a contest. Uh, yeah. I don't know what the hell that would be, but uh, yeah, it'd be interesting. So. so there, that's it. That's why my hair is always screwed up. So I got to blame it on somebody, you know. This is a barber. It's the barber's fault. All right, yeah. So let's talk about imbalances. So there's a couple okay. of senses uh, that, that imbalances uh, kind of have meaning in the sort of health fitness thing. One is uh, is uh, – let's talk first about programs, about about – Creating a balanced training program. We've we've written about this before, and and even in this, there there's two two senses, but the biggest one is that a balanced training program, a good training program, should always have a balance. It should always give you everything you need. You should have a little bit of mobility, a little bit of flexibility, a little bit of strength, a little bit of cardio, a uh, little bit of turmeric, a little bit of cumin, a little bit of lime and thyme. Uh, basically, you see where I'm going with this. There's a, it's a, it should have a little bit of all this shit that you probably don't need all of. And okay. you know what? I'm going to let you keep going with this because I love it, uh, your your example of food and, <laughs> and, and mixing things up. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Like, just because you got an ingredient in the cupboard does not mean you got to put it in every damn pot on the stove. Yeah. All right? Uh, your training program is is something that should be – should fit your goals. Now, some yes. people can say, I don't have a specific goal. My goal is just to be stronger or just to be fit. Well, that's fine. Your training program needs to achieve that. Your training program does not need to achieve anybody's certification of greatest training program ever. I don't care what any expert or anyone says. Every good training program should include joint mobility warm-up. No, I think that's BS. I think a lot of people could do well by including some joint mobility exercise in a warm-up or at some point during their day in their program. You know, But I don't, I don't judge all training programs on the uh, – on the presence or absence of joint mobility component. I don't judge all training programs on the presence or absence of anything. I judge them on the results that they get, and you should too, because I am right. Ha! Um, Pam! No, that's a, good. Yeah. That's a really good point. It's It can be tough because, you know, there's so much information out there, yeah. and, and really everybody's going to tell you what they think, and that's because, I mean, let's be honest, the person that creates a particular system is pretty much going to be creating a system where, in the beginning, it's what they want to do. That's what it is, okay? So if you got a guy who creates a program and says that you need to be doing uh, barbell, um, well, you need to, for example, you need to be doing bench press all the time, you know, that's, that's probably a person that actually enjoys bench press. You know, um, in the beginning. Now, there are, of course, uh, people out there who can look at it, the big picture, and say, you know, if you're X person, this is something that you need. But then if you're this kind of person, this is what you need. A good example is uh, Dan John. Or, yeah. And, um, I mean, that guy, we love him. He's great what he's doing because he doesn't say, okay, you got to sprinkle this in, then you got to sprinkle this on top, and then you got to have this and everything that. No. He looks at things, uh, I think, the way that it should be, and that is, what's your goal right now? What do you want to do right now? Okay, work on it. Good. Okay? Sometimes people can actually get so hung up on thinking that they have to do everything else that by the time that they get to the real meat of the program, they're already worn out from doing the warm-ups. Yeah. So, for you know, like, for example, joint mobility is, is 
is, I think, important. I think it's very, very important. But that doesn't mean that you have to do an hour of joint mobility just to freaking start your workout. You know, um, the big thing that I say, like over here, uh, when I'm working with people, is all right. This is what we're going to be working on today. This is our main focus. Let's say it's. Um, it doesn't even matter. The main focus is is X. So what we'll do is just a couple of joint mobility exercises that are going to just warm us up just a little bit for that main exercise. It might only take two, three, three minutes at the most. Then we're bam right into our workout. So don't get hung up on thinking that you need to be doing all of this other crap before you start your workout so that you're going to be good and ready and, and you're not going to get injured and blah, blah, blah. You know, sometimes a good warm-up for your freaking workout is the workout itself. Yeah. And so, you know, let's say you're doing, you know, shit, dumbbell, or not even dumbbell, barbell squats. Freaking warm-up with some squats. Good to go. Um, Doesn't mean you have to be spending 30 minutes on specific joint mobility exercises just to get you good going. So, um, imbalances. Yeah. Imbalances, getting back to that, there is no one single perfect program that's going to be balanced for what's going on. Yeah, um, you can try gonna, to balance yeah. forces. I mean, you can try to balance, you know, uh, pushing and pulling in a program. But if you have a little more pushing or a little more pulling, don't freak out and worry about it. It's going to be okay. Because here's the thing. This is not the one program you're going to follow for the rest of your damn life. Exactly. You, you can do a you can do a program for three months that's all freaking bench press. You can do nothing but bench press for three months, and guess what? You will not die. Yeah, well, Jarlo did um – God, how long was it? I don't even remember, but he did a a bar, a, um, a squat just every squat. single day. He maxed that's all, every single day. Yeah, that's all he did. <laughs> okay? And, um, well, you know what? He turned out okay. You should have seen at the end of it, though, his shoulders were puny, man. He lost all his upper body mass. <laughs> <laughs> Total lie. That's that's, 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 yeah, not that's true. a joke. That's a uh, joke. Of course, and, and that's the thing. Yeah. I mean, you might think that okay, if I don't work everything at the same time, if I don't, you know, make sure that I do um, bicep curls um, along with my tricep kickbacks, um, you know, <laughs> that you're going to lose your gains or something like that. No, I mean, focus on what you want to do right now. Do a little, do it. Focus on just doing that, and then later you can switch it up for something else. We talk about this a lot. It's cycling, yeah. And and now I, there there is a kind of objection that comes up when we talk about cycling, and I want to address this kind of kind of head on because people ask us all the time, like, well, yeah, it's all fine and good. I get it. You know, I focus on, uh, for example. You know, rings for three months. Then maybe I'll do three months of barbell work and squats and stuff. But you know, during the rest of that three months, while I'm just doing rings, isn't my squat going to go down? Uh, mm. You know, am I going to lose all my leg strength? I'm going to be starting from zero. Well, here's the thing: you're not going to be starting from zero. You're going to be starting from like a little bit less than you are right now, for one. But here's the thing: three months is that going to kill you? Is that going to kill your progress? Is three months, is that going to like whittle down all, is that going to atrophy all your muscle? 
you know, it's a slippery slope argument. This is a logical fallacy I'm making here, but I'm doing this just just to, to show the absurdity of this. If you think that three months is too long to focus on a single goal without going back to other goals, like if you think that three months is too long to work on parallettes without doing pull-ups, then look look at what you do every day, you know, like three meals a day. Is that is that really optimal? I mean, shouldn't we be shouldn't we be over the course of the entire day be getting equal amounts of nutrients into our bloodstream at optimal times? What is this three meal a day stuff? You know, we're going to have peaks and valleys and troughs. Things aren't going to be even. We're going to have points in the day where we're dangerously low in selenium. Oh my god. <laughs> Well, yeah, you're going to have points during the three months that you're doing only like parallel exercises where maybe your shoulders are not as strong at pulling, but you're not going to die from it. You know, your daily diet is a cycle. Everything you do is in a cycle. And over the course of two days, it evens out. Over the course of a week, it evens out. Same thing with a three-month training program or a six-month training program or a two-week training program. It evens out. You do not have to worry about it. I promise you, you will not die. <laughs> okay? You can if if you work on a program and you find that your your lat development isn't coming along on your next cycle, focus on that. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. If if this week's cycle finds you woefully short of sleep, your next cycle next week, make sure that you get plenty of sleep. Yes. You'll be okay. Yes. That's what cycling means. It's not some like esoteric thing with that, you know, it only applies to training and it only applies to like elite athletes and everyone else should be doing these vanilla plain like sawdust and, and cardboard mixed up kind of like a little bit of everything kind of programs. It's not how it is. Cycling is everything. Everything you do is in a cycle. Uh, that's the way living organisms operate. We're not steady state on or off all the time. We're always cycling back and forth between states. Your training is also going to do better when it cycles back and forth because you cannot exist in a steady state ever. There's no such thing as stasis. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. So cycle, you know, I promise yeah. it's good for you. Yeah. It's something else to kind of go off a little bit. Look at the mentality of this. Um, it can be overwhelming to think that, oh, I've got to get everything in my workout today during, well, let's say, like, take those three months, okay? Oh, I got to do this, I got to do this, I got to do this. I mean, that's pretty overwhelming. It's actually not just refreshing, but will keep you going when you simplify things. So if you just focus on the one thing, that's all you got to worry about. You don't have to worry about making sure to get everything else in. As long as you focus on that one thing and you do that to the best of your ability, well, for one, you're going to improve. And another thing, too, is you're probably going to improve a lot faster because you're not worrying about all the other crap trying to get that in. Yeah. And so and this is what I found, especially when I was doing my one-arm handstand work, because I was only focusing on that. It was nice. I woke up. And I knew exactly what I had to do that day. I didn't have to worry about anything else. I just did that. And wow, you know what? I didn't really suffer as far as, you know, losing my gains and everything else. And I got pretty damn good at being able to do the one-arm handstand. Yeah, but dude, your cardio went to hell. Cardio was hell, yeah, man. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's just funny. You know, we get these emails, and I, I just made a program for a guy uh, this week, and it was a three-month program, and I said, okay, we're going to have to – we'll probably make a few adjustments as we go along, but I just want you to focus on this. And his goal, his goal is just this one thing. He wanted to get this one thing. And the funny thing is, you know, I sent him this program and then sent an email back and he said, well, what about this and this and this and this? Well, dude, your goal was A, not A, B, C, D, F, all the way to Z. So it's it's just interesting um, that we've almost become trained to the point of thinking that we have to have more and more and more. Yeah. It's this information overload. And because there's so much stuff out there that we think we need to be doing everything. Yeah. And in reality, really, if we just focus on that one thing, get it, and then move on to the next goal, we're probably going to be you know, a lot closer and be able to go faster towards being able to do everything in the long run. Yeah, and it comes so. down ultimately to people are people are afraid. They're afraid. Yeah. What that's, if, that's, what if I yeah, don't what right. if I don't have enough joint mobility? What if I don't what if I'm not doing this thing that's optimal? What if I don't have enough of this? What if I don't have enough of that? People are afraid. People are afraid of of uh, of not being enough. People are afraid of, of yeah. lacking. People are afraid that they're they're not significant. And I know this kind of seems like a leap to go from like my program doesn't include everything to I'm insignificant. But if you really look at it, it's the same fear. It's the fear of not being enough. And your program is not going to make you a worthy person. Having the ultimate training program that includes everything is not going to make you fulfilled. You know, no, so don't no. don't be afraid of leaving some things out. Don't be afraid of leaving some things out. You can pick them up later. You know, nobody, nobody I know is going to be going to the grocery store and freaking out because they forgot to, to get some salt. <laughs> you know, so if your program doesn't have uh, the requisite number of pulling exercises or something, don't freak out over it, man. You can go back to Safeway tomorrow. It's cool. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to be all right. You are you're you're still a good person. You're okay. You don't need to prove to me your value as a human by having a complete training program. Yeah. All right. So um <clears throat> Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Um, I think there's a lot of other stuff that we could talk about with that. I mean, you know, why is my left pick larger than my right pick yep. and what should I do about it? You know, but but I think it it all comes down to It evens out. Yeah, it evens out. It'll happen. Um, but speaking of, of pecs, my my boobies are really sore today. I got yeah. some serious muscle soreness, and I think that what will solve it is flex. You know, working on my flexibility. What and do you creatine. think? My stretching, creatine, my, creatine my stre- will clear that right up. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what it is. Um, I love how yeah. muscle soreness is is now. It's like a symptom of a <laughs> of a disease. It's like it's something that needs to be cured. It, it should be fixed. You know, uh, or on the other hand, there's the people that think that it's it's like it's a it's a signal that like if they don't achieve soreness, that their workout wasn't very good. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it's like there's there's basically both sides. It's like, oh, my God, soreness. What am I going to do? Or, oh, I, I wasn't sore. I, I didn't work hard enough, you know. As no, with many true, things, yeah. the truth lies somewhere in the middle. That's right. You know, I'm sore every day, but 
that really it's because I just do so much work. But in my case, you know, I'm not trying to get that soreness. It's just me trying to work towards uh, the skills that I want to get and then using the conditioning to help me get stronger. That's it. Um, but, you know, the muscle soreness, though, yeah, yeah, if, if, it, if it's to the point where it's hindering you from doing other things, then you probably did a little bit too much. Um, you know, go get a massage or something, work it out. But also something that helps is to just continue. Just realize that shit's going to be sore. Yeah. Get over it. When your body starts adapting to it, you'll be fine. Yeah. Um, but, but I mean, to really think <laughs> that you've got to get this muscle soreness, this, these DOMs, delayed onset muscle soreness, uh, in order to be successful in your program, I think is silly. Um, for me, really what matters is, are the skills improving? And do you enjoy the results? Yeah. And so, you know, if you've got muscle soreness, a little bit of muscle soreness, hey, you know, the more you work uh, on that, that might go away. Um, but if you're just trying to go for the pump and get that muscle soreness, uh, it, it just it's different from what we're going for. So maybe, you know, if you're a bodybuilder or something like that, the pump might be important. But for us, are you getting the skills and do you enjoy the results that you're getting? So that's really it all comes down to. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. You know, go go for it. No, really. Um, I was just going to say that's about it. As far as, you know, I could talk more about the muscle soreness. If if in the very beginning you do have some really serious muscle soreness because you just started a program, well, that's pretty common. Um, it, it takes, what, depending on what you're doing, up to two weeks uh, for you to really kind of start to get a feel for what's going on. So, unfortunately, if you do have some pretty um, serious muscle soreness, uh, what I suggest is is in your next workout, taking it down just slightly, just slightly, and focusing on making sure that you're uh, doing it properly, and that means with proper form, um, and and not pushing yourself to the point where you're trying to kill yourself, and then gradually ramping it up uh, as things get not necessarily easier, but you get a better feel for it, and your body starts reacting better to it. Yeah. Um, one thing I want to say about soreness that I think a lot of people don't know is that muscle soreness is uh, it's actually muscle soreness is uh, a metabolic and a chemical process in the body. Okay, steroids. It's just steroids. Oh no, wait, never this mind, is really sorry. important to realize because we all know that everyone has a different metabolism, right? Yeah. And we all know that everyone has different body chemistry, right? It's dependent on your diet, on on your hormones, on your health history, on any kind of prescription or non-prescription drugs you happen to be taking. It's dependent on all these different things that go on. And your metabolism is something that you can you can try to affect, but you know, maybe you might not be able to control it. As you age, your metabolism inevitably will begin to slow. Um Muscle soreness is a function of metabolism and chemical processes in the body. It's not something that is static for everyone. So mm. we can't say that if you have sore muscles, it means you either didn't work enough or you worked too much. Some mm -hmm. people, if they work out just a little bit, are just going to have damn sore muscles. Their yeah, muscles that's are a very good point. Yeah. Yeah. Some people, some people don't really get sore, no matter how hard they work. It's true; these sons of bitches are out there. I hate them, but they exist. 
Uh, when I was younger, I would get sore like within 24 hours, and it would be gone within 30 hours of a workout. Now I get sorest about two days later. Right, and it lasts a lot longer. That's because my metabolism has slowed down since then, and working the lactic acid out of my system takes longer for me now. Even though uh, back then I didn't really have to worry about it, but now I actually do specific things like massage, or I'll you know sit in the hot tub or whatever. I do specific things to help try to like move that process along, but it still takes longer. That's because my metabolism is slower. Depending on your meta- your metabolic speed. Uh, and, and other chemical processes in your body, the way you experience DOMS is going to be different. So you can't, you, just like anything else, you can't compare your DOMS to anyone else, okay? Right. And you can't use it as a judgment of how good or bad your workout is. DOMS are what they are. It is what it is, and you just got to deal with how it is. Uh, the, focus, focus on your results. <clears throat> yeah. So anyway, that's my, that's my screed on that. That was good. I like it. Good. I like it. All right. So if you have questions about other stuff, uh, post them to our Facebook wall. Uh, Send us an email. uh, Append them to any random YouTube video. Uh, We (laughs) we seem to get a lot of non-sequitur comments on our YouTube videos, so um, you wouldn't be the first by any stretch of the imagination. Feel free to just ask us anywhere. Uh, You know, muscle soreness, I think we covered a little bit, but maybe you want to know more about it. That's fine. Ask any of these things. Uh, ask away, and we'll we'll get it covered. Even if it's a stupid question about Ryan and his haircut, yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll cover it. As you can see, uh, we have nothing better to talk about, <laughs> literally. So, ask away, and we will get to whatever you want to ask on one of our next podcasts. All right, all right. Thanks a lot. For, thanks for listening. Uh, please go to iTunes and, and give us a rating and a comment. It really uh, helps people find the podcast, and it means a lot to us. Uh, take care. Thanks for listening. 